Thanks for tuning in to the Afternoon Shift on WBEZ and WBEZ.org. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Many on social media are livid about an alleged racially motivated beating that took place in Chicago's Canaryville neighborhood last weekend. WBEZ's Natalie Moore joins us from our Southside Bureau with an update. Natalie, welcome back to the Afternoon Shift. Thanks, Nyla. What exactly happened to Christina Fox and her family? According to Facebook, Christina posted gruesome photos of an attack she says happened May 30th around 3 in the morning at Taylor Lardison Park, which is around 700 West 42nd Street. She and her brother and her child's father, who are black, were at the park. She posted they were talking. They met some white people. Everything was was good. And then another group of white men and women came and a fight broke out. Christina posted that her brother jumped in to break up that fight, and then they were the ones attacked with knives, glass bottles, bricks, and her story has been shared almost 138,000 times on Facebook. And she's complained that this is happening in Chicago, there are no arrests, this is racially motivated, and it's not getting any attention. And I have tried to reach out to her via social media on Instagram and Facebook, and I have not heard back from her. Natalie, before I ask you what the Chicago Police Department is saying about this, what are people who are sharing it on Facebook, what are they saying about it? Are they saying, look, the CPD should make an arrest here? What are people saying? People are just angry that this happened, that this uh, attack happened. They, they, They believe her story that this group of, you know, white people attacked her and her family because of racism. They're saying Black Lives Matter. And they're pretty livid, <laughs> as, as as you said, about the fact that this even happened. And when you say the pictures are gruesome, I you sent them to me earlier and I took a look. Maybe you can describe them for people who haven't seen. She looks pretty badly beaten up. She and her brother, it's... Um, they're in a looks like they're in a hospital and the the cuts it looks like raw skin you know the the cuts are so deep it it lo- it looks like someone was just carving up their skin i know oh, that sounds yeah just very it, it's it's hard to describe yeah well, um, gruesome's the right word right? yeah like, what is the chicago police department saying about this i did call them and they confirmed that a stabbing at that park Oh, you know, at that address around that time happened involving a 25-year-old male and a 20-year-old female that both were taken to Stroger and that no one has been arrested and that Area Central is investigating. And I you know, said, well, do you think this is racially motivated? Do you can you even tell me what the races are involved? And they said that they were just investigating. And what, if someone makes a claim that something is racially motivated, does the same police department handle it? Is there a different process? Do we know if the police department does things differently for that? That's a good question. I don't know. And what was interesting about her post is, I mean, something racially motivated can happen without someone use, using racially inflamed language. And she didn't post anything about language, which I think would probably be a clue in, in helping build a case about something that's racially mm-hmm. motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just there's just so many unanswered questions that and I can't I, sure, you know, Natalie, really answer. Right. As all of these people are asking questions, what else do you know about this? I mean, I imagine there's different, as you said, so many people are sharing this. Are people calling for different community groups calling for action on this? I did see one post on Facebook that said there was going to be a protest at the park this Saturday, June 6th at 5 p.m. The context for this, too, you know, Canaryville is part of a neighborhood called New City, which 
is also home to Back of the Yards, and this is next to Bridgeport. And people who are from Chicago are going to know that black people who have not been welcomed in Bridgeport historically. And then there was the the beating. It wasn't actually in Bridgeport, but nearby Leonard Clark, who was put into a coma in the 1990s. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, but these neighborhoods are also much more Latino and black today. So they aren't, you know, the same white ethnic neighborhoods that they once were, but that baggage is still there. That legacy is still there. I've called groups in back of the yards. I haven't talked to anyone yet, you know, just to, and that's also to find, been, out, find out if people are talking about the Bridgeport Alliance. I've reached out to them and I've reached mm-hmm. out to the new 11th Ward Alderman, Patrick Thompson. And someone called me back and said they're just waiting for more information before they comment. Right. So lots of information probably still needs to come out about this. But that's WBEZ's Natalie Moore joining us from our Southside Bureau. Thanks, Natalie. Thanks, Nyla.